The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey guys! Welcome back to Violating, Violating Community, Community Guidelines. Guidelines. Back again for more, mm-hmm. as always. And we're your hosts, Brittany Broski. And Cher Tower. And what are we talking about today? Today, it's the long-awaited episode, something that raised both of us. Mm-hmm. It's British YouTubers. Yeah. The whole... British! <laughs> I think Zoella was, like, one of the people who, like, unintentionally in- introduced me to, like, ASMR. Yeah. Because, like, when she would decorate stuff, like, we're going to talk about who's all in it, but, like, I remember Zoella, like, from 2013, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, this whole group was so... Like, you want to talk about comfort creators. This mm-hmm. was, I looked forward to every day. They all, they would have the same day, like, they'd all be hanging out and vlog it. So it would be the same video from six different angles. And yeah. I would I would watch every single one. Yeah. Like, it was just the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I was watching some of these videos back, like, in preparation for this. And I was like, man, they were boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they were all hot and they had accents. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's the novelty. I think that's why Love Island is popular, too. It's the novelty of, like... You guys sound so stupid. <laughs> yeah. We're like the majority of the jokes rely on their accent. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm very excited about this because um, I used to read Jack's Gap fan fiction. So this means a lot to me. Like where they would kiss? Well, not together. Oh. Not. They do call that twin cyst, though. Oh. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. But I do. I, I used to read um, fan fiction of, of Jack and insert original female character yeah okay yeah yeah. so i'm very excited about this um also just going back and watching the videos like i said was just such a blast from the past i watched mm-hmm. some of the jack scap um rickshaw run were you a big jack scap girl or were you like i liked just Zola? them as a group okay and, yeah. yeah the brit crew yeah which i had never heard them referred to as that until literally nick put the or stanley put this together yeah and then i also i think there was also um what was the there's a south african guy and then Casper there was Lee. yeah and then there was um the gay guy from california Dan and Phil? No. Um, we'll, f- we'll talk about him later, but yeah. Brit- Tyler YouTube- Oakley. Tyler Oakley, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, right. Weirdly grouped into this Brit crew as well. I know. All right, so um, just a little disclaimer before we start. Obviously, this is not a, a uh, all-inclusive thing. We're definitely going to leave out some people probably that were your faves. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> this is our podcast. Yeah. And yeah, so just don't be mad. Also, if you have stories... Or any people that we left out um, of, like, any meetups that they used to have. If you, like, met them at VidCon or anything like that, please, in the comments, tell us. Because I want to read your stories. Yeah. So, 
With all that being said, would you like to intro us? All right. So this is by the Rolling Stone. It's an opinion piece. So in the 2010s, you couldn't escape a certain friendship group of chirpy, cheeky British YouTubers dubbed the Break Crew. (laughs) But when their star-vated members stopped uploading and their household names were forgotten... The Brit Crew generation of YouTubers from 2014 is a nostalgic era for Gen Z. And I would also say millennials because yes. they are millennials as well. Well, it, like if you were in your late teens, early 20s at the time that like Zoella was, yeah. I feel like that was a completely different experience. I was like 13 and yeah. I was like, I want to be her so bad. I kind of like grouped it in like we could have been friends because some of them were born in 93 and 94. It was kind mm. of like how um, Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. I was like, since she's only two years older than me, realistically, if we were in school together, we could be yeah. friends. Yeah. Yeah. We cheat off each other. Yeah. So YouTubers such as Zoella, Pointless Blog, Tanya Burr, and Sprinkle of Glitter. Oh my gosh, Sprinkle of Glitter. Her I daughter, know, right? she um, posted her daughter on TikTok and yeah. she's like all grown now. That's so fucking weird. I know. Well, not all grown. She's like eight. Like, <laughs> she yes. can vote now. Yes. Um, Paved the way for creators to earn a living for YouTube and gain international fame. But where are they now and what are they doing? These YouTubers filmed collaborations, wrote books, and released makeup lines, all of which were eagerly, eagerly snapped up by their preteen audience. For many members of Gen Z, this YouTube era is remembered as a time when many of their favorite creators were regularly up would regularly upload, often filming videos with one another. Their friendships were authentic, funny, and relatable. And they use the word funny very loosely. <laughs> very, very loosely here. Yeah. Um, I remember coming home from school and seeing, like, I had post notifications on and being like, yes. Yeah. Like, just, it was just a, such a release, like, something to look forward to. And I have not had that in so long. Yeah. Because it was regularly scheduled uploads. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the nature of the internet's just kind of changed. Yeah, it really like 12 days of Vlogmas, stuff like that. That's just overwhelming at this point. Yeah. Wait, I want to see what the last thing that Zoella uploaded is. YouTube. She kind of fell into, like, oblivion after 2020, I think. I think you say, like, a cult. Wait, no, actually, she's pregnant. They oh, had a baby. With Alfie? Yeah. Oh, my God, they actually got me. I remember for the longest time, everyone was like, you guys should date. And then, yeah. like, they had to, like, make videos on, like, you know, we're not together. And then they eventually, like, through force, um, started dating. Yeah, love that. Thanks, internet people. <laughs> yeah, it's like the fandoms were, like, Mike Tyson, two birds, now Kith. <laughs> You know, that was her. Oh, no, kids, and they broke their noses and together. No, but seriously, like her last video was five days ago. It's 563,000 views. That's wild. What did they mean she fell off? (laughs) She's doing quite well. Between 2017 and 2020, she definitely, it was like a rough period. The views kind of dipped. Well, I'll get into that later because I, there, he listed them later in the doc and it's like, Mm-hmm. What, where are they now? Yeah. And some of it's really sad. Yeah. Some of it's like, good for them. Well, she took a couple years off to grow out her side bang. And now, <laughs> and now that that's over, <laughs> she's ready. She took out the extensions. <laughs> and then, yeah. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say that almost every single one of these people we're about to talk about wrote a fucking book. And I don't know why that was such, like, that was the move for Mm -hmm. YouTubers back then. I mean, Tyler Oakley, Shane Dawson, all of these people. And it's like, what navel-gazing, like, mindset do you have to have to be like, you know what? I have something to share with the world. Yeah. In print for all of history to remember. I know. Have you heard of the podcast uh, Celebrity Memoir Book Club? No. So like these two girls, they read each week, they read a celebrity memoir. And so like um, they haven't done like any of the British YouTubers, but like the way that they like Amy Poehler, like Amy Schumer, like they go through all these. And some of them are obvious cash grabs. And I feel like if they were to review one of these or any of these, it'd be like an obvious cash grab. For this. Yeah. yeah. Like Marcus Butler released one and it was all about, it was called Hello World. Yeah. And it was all about just like dating and dieting. It yeah. was like, if you want a cookie, 
eat some lettuce. Yeah. And that's just like, wh- who greenlit this? Is there any quality filter yeah. around this time? Because it was like so many YouTuber books. And yes, it is a cash grab. Uh, yeah. I guess that is true because they knew that anything they put out, like these preteens would buy yeah. with their parents' credit card. So I get that. But it's also like, I wonder if they look back and they're like, why did I do that? Yeah. I just, I honestly, honestly, just for like probably money. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to write a book, what would you, what would you do? Um, if I were to write a book, oh shit. How about you start since you came up with the question? If I if I wrote a YouTuber book, I would have one of those um you know how in the middle of some books it's just pictures? Yeah. But it would be pictures that I take like of weird moles on my body. <laughs> yes. And it would just be like a flip through yes. of just weird medical pictures. <laughs> it's just a medical journal. <laughs> like different skin ailments. <laughs> Can anybody tell me what this <laughs> might be? <laughs> I got kicked off my parents' insurance when I turned 25. The forward is like, I know what you're thinking this will be, and it's not that. It's not. First picture, just a collection of moles. <laughs> just <laughs> yes. my eczema. It's like a yearbook of moles that you've <laughs> named on your body, like A to Z, and then my class. And then you have all your moles, like who do wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Color, size. Put a little ink on it and dab it on the book. Yep. Yep. Jesus Christ. That is sick. (laughs) It's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mine would be that, and then it would be like, ooh, what about a a journal of what you eat that day, and then when you poop? Yeah. Um, That'd be a pretty extensive log. (laughs) (laughs) 700 page book. Yes. Yeah. Be looking out for that in Barnes and Noble, 2023. (laughs) Um, what would yours be? Oh shit! What would mine be? Um, yours would be fucking hilarious. Probably lessons I learned in life, and mm. like how long it took me, mm. and then just like from I don't know, like the lesson, like the chap, the lesson is the chapter title, and then like just like the chapter is like from 2016 to 2019. I realized I can ask people for help, <laughs> and I just go through like funny times, and then the next time was like I realized I could g- be gay, and then I go from 2012 to 2018. So it's just like I feel like life lessons and like how stupid long it took me to realize each shit. So yours would be really good. <laughs> you would like. <laughs> Um, actually, yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't be good. It would be like, who the? F- why does it take you so long to realize you like these simple yeah. lessons? Well, uh, that is some of these books tend to lean self help. I yeah. guess that would be that would fall under that. Mm-hmm. And that is like a, when you've grown up with people watching you. It's yeah. a very interesting perspective. So I guess in that sense, mm-hmm. I get why some YouTubers would want to write a book. But fucking, what are we talking about, Marcus Butler? I have no idea, but I mean, like, if your main quality is being hot, it's pretty hard to, like, translate that into words. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make it, like, a coffee, like, table, like, picture book of your face and, like, selfies. Right. You don't have to write. Just pick whole pics. Yeah. Dick pics, nipple pics. That could be a book that sells, like, probably more copies, honestly. Yeah. Kim Kardashian did that. She did? Yeah. There's a co- uh, coffee table book just called Selfie or something like that, and it's Ooh. literally just pictures that she took of herself. Kim Kardashian coffee table book if i went to a man's house and he had that on the table i'd be like <laughs> is it like annotated <laughs> <laughs> you can see like post-it notes on each page annotate a picture book dog-eared corners yes. <laughs> gotta come back to this yes. one later <laughs> you just stop reading you got too tired <laughs> it's all consuming um so we're going to talk about the members of, or do you have a little bit more to say? Yeah, so yeah. 
I, what I talked about earlier of if any of you guys have personal stories with these people, there was something called Summer in the City. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. It was like this kind of YouTube convention meetup, but it was only in London. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in 2012. And if any of you bitches went, please tell me the stories. Yeah. Because it was a weird, almost like fire Festival, TanaCon thing. Yeah. Where it was kind of legit, but kind of not. And mm-hmm. they a- they advertised it using Zoella's face, but then... She, like, wasn't really there for half of it. It was, like, fans were upset. Yeah. The vibe that I got. So if any of you were there, please comment because I want to read. <laughs> um, and then also, this all is kind of bookmarked at the end of 2017. Mm-hmm. So what we're talking about is probably 2011 to 2017. Yeah. 2017, everyone just kind of faded into oblivion. Or they're, they just grew up, actually. Yeah. You know, like, a lot of these, they were late teens, early 20s, and now it's, you know, you're getting close to 30. It's like... Obviously, the content's going to be different than what we used to love them for. Mm-hmm. And also, us at that age, what we wanted. So. Yeah. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Jack's Gap. <laughs> I still love Jack's Gap. Mm. I love him so much. Were you ever a Jack's Gap stan? Like, briefly, I remember them because they were, like, the twins. Yeah. And they were cute. And yeah. they did stuff with Tyler Oakley and all that. Yeah. But like did sexually? you ever... Well, we can only speculate. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Tyler Oakley, and I feel like Tyler Oakley, like, kind of like lasted a little bit longer than the group. Mm-hmm. But I don't actually don't know what Tyler Oakley is doing right now. But you like Jack Scap, I'm assuming. I love Jack Scap. You read the fan fiction or you wrote it? Read. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I saved the writing for Cole Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> Important people. Yeah. Um, the last thing I remember about Tyler Oakley recently is when he called out Charlie during the pandemic for like partying. Charlie. D'Amelio. Oh. Do you remember that? No. It was like Tyler Oakley that did this great takedown of some of these teenagers during the pandemic. No. I was like, not Tyler Oakley. I can't believe I missed that. I had his notifications on. <laughs> I'm the- subscribed to his Patreon. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. You missed that. It was a big moment. But I imagine, so like circling back to your fan fiction. If like, you right. If you wrote Cole Sprouse, he, Cole Sprouse, he went to war. Why can't yeah. there be like the Jack's Gap kids in like his platoon? Right. You know? Oh, no, they definitely would have fit in. Yeah. Yeah, they've got the build and the, the make of a soldier of in someone my mind. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to work on that immediately, guys. I'll, I'll publish <laughs> that soon. Jack's Gap X, Tyler Oakley X, yes. Cole Sprouse. <laughs> Draft fan fiction. <laughs> would you like a piece in it? Would you like to be the platoon leader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is a platoon? A platoon is like a banana that you can eat. <laughs> You can fry it, (laughs) dry it. That's such a goofy word for such a serious thing. (laughs) Okay, my platoon. (laughs) All right, Jack's Gap Mm -hmm. is a British inactive YouTube channel, which is owned by identical twins Jackson Jack Harrys and Finnegan Finn Harrys. Both born May 13th, 1993. Originally created by Jack Harris to document his gap year in mid-2011, the channel experienced a rapid increase in popularity after the addition of Finn as a regular contributor. In February 2017, the Twitter and Instagram accounts for Jack's Gap were deleted, followed by the dissolution of the Jack's Gap brand. It was an international day of grieving, Mm -hmm. for me, at least. Yeah. After Finn joined the channel, the views nearly doubled because it was like, oh my God, he's so hot. There's two of them. Yeah. And then you could pick which one was your favorite dude. If I had a twin, my views would cut in half. (laughs) For the same reason, oh my God, there's two of them. Fuck, it actually just became a lot harder to watch this (laughs) channel. Wow. 
Uh, Jack Harris attended Bristol University <laughs> studying drama, but dropped out in 2013 after the first year to focus on YouTube. Like any regular like any YouTuber. Yeah, a I mean, normal person would yeah. do. It takes so much willpower from like to go to college. To go to college <laughs> if you're finding success online. Yeah. What the fuck is the incentive? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, anyway, Jack's Gap attracted teenage girls in particular for obvious reasons Mm -hmm. but which is kind of unfortunate because if he didn't look like that people would really appreciate his creativity a lot more i feel like Mm -hmm. he wouldn't have had as much success if he wasn't hot hot, like we always talk about yeah these people are successful it (laughs) it aids their success in being hot but jack was such a i mean still to this day like he's one of my favorite creators probably of all time because he's easy to look at but also (laughs) He was such a visionary in terms of short filmmaking. Mm-hmm. He had such incredible new ideas. Back in like 2014, 2015, when the mental health thing wasn't as fucking commercialized as it is today, mm-hmm. he was one of the first to make a video that was like, hey, I'm really struggling and yeah. I want to be very transparent about this. Um, and that was cool to see from one of your favorite creators. It's like, you know, you're normal too. And then on top of that, a lot of his content towards the end was geared towards charity and fundraising and then the eventual turn to climate awareness. Yeah. And I really appreciate his perspective on it because there's a lot of anxiety that comes with climate change. You know, yeah. Misinformation, disinformation about climate change on the Internet. It's a lot of doom scrolling. It's a lot of feeling helpless. His channel that he kind of rebranded into, it's called Earthrise. It's the same Jack's Gap account, but mm-hmm. it, it's just completely climate focused content um is very optimistic and i feel like we don't see that near enough of like we can change and it's coming from the voices of young people you Mm -hmm. know instead of older people telling you that you know we're doomed and this whatever 
So I really appreciate that he's using, he is the definition of using the platform that he created from doing fun stuff to promote a serious issue that he really believes in. He was uh, arrested Mm -hmm. for protesting at the like International Petroleum Week or something like that. He's just incredible. And I love him very much. And I wish him the best. Yeah. Separately, the idea of International Petroleum Week, like my mind went to like, are they like, it's like an oil festival? Like, I imagine, like... Everybody's just bathing each other in oil. They're, like, different booths for, like, you can try, like, different types <laughs> of petroleum. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely unleaded. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, those taste testing things where you, like, put, like, three different types behind a wall and you try to guess what it is. No, but that's actually incredible that he did that, that you pivot like that, like, so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of... I mean, that's very anxiety-inducing. And it's, like... I don't think for him the idea of keeping an audience yeah. was really um, on his mind because it's like he obviously was famous and went viral or whatever for this type of content, but the audience was just an added bonus. You know, mm-hmm. if even if he wasn't internet famous, I feel like Jack Harry's would still be promoting climate change awareness. Yeah, and that's really special. That is International Petroleum Week. It's just petroleum jelly, <laughs> yes. just eating Vaseline. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone with super dry skin comes out. <laughs> International eczema festival. <laughs> There's like a slip inside of just petroleum jelly. <laughs> you have to be naked. Yes. Um, it says he also follows a vegan diet, uh, citing the documentary Cowspiracy and the environmental impacts of animal product uh, animal product consumption. Yeah, I know that the fucking CO2 emissions from just cow farts is insane. Yeah. And then you add me into the mix and it's <laughs> yes. just... Oh my god. I am an international threat. Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, he's done a total rebrand and that's actually really incredible. Do you still follow him? I do. Okay. I'm mainly on Instagram though. He's the most active on Instagram. He still posts on the Earthrise YouTube channel, but they get like fifteen thousand views. Mm-hmm. Like people absolutely do not listen to him because he also doesn't do he doesn't play the youtube game you know of putting (laughs) thumbnail and what with the circle red dot (laughs) what's happening to the earth (laughs) you'll never believe that we're all going to die in 20 years yeah so i he doesn't play the game and i think that that really affects the views on his channel but i you know it's this larger discussion of ethics Mm -hmm. in content sharing so i just love him would you like to tell them about Marcus Butler? <laughs> so we also got Marcus Marcus Lloyd Butler. Not Lloyd. Lloyd. Um, born December 18th, 1991. He's an English model and former YouTuber model whose channels have reached over 4.1 million subscribers. In 2015, he released an autobiographical book titled Hello Life. I want to see the reviews for that. Hello Life reviews. If it's not good, I'm going to kill myself. I <laughs> know. Um, uh, goodbye Parkinson's Hello Life Oh that's not the same one. Oh god he took a turn I was like holy <laughs> shit um, So Butler co-hosted a radio show with Fellow YouTuber Alfie Days Oh my god Alfie um, So in 2010 he created his YouTube channel Marcus Butler TV uh, Butler <laughs> has been involved in a number of collaborations With other YouTubers including Jim Chapman Alfie yes. Days, Casper Lee That's the South African one He was. Oh. I thought he was cute oh, Ty- I was so in love with Casper Lee mm-hmm. Tyler Oakley, uh, Joe Sugg Zoe Sugg, Connor Franta, Lily Singh Troy Sivan, Joey Graceffa 
Louis Pentland, Connor Maynard, and others. I realized I have a favorite song by Connor Maynard called Turn Around that I've been listening to for years. And now I'm just like, holy shit, he was in this like British yeah. YouTuber thing. Yeah. That's where I know him from. Well, and Troy, too. I mean, it's weird to think of these people as like they did what we do. Yeah. How do you just like completely rebrand? Yeah. It's really inspiring. You leave England. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there, people. Um, Butler's book, Hello Life, which is part autobiography and part self-help book, that I uh, was published on July 28, 2015 in the UK and in the US on November 10th, 2015. That is way too fucking late. Yeah. I graduated high school in June of 2015. Mm-hmm. I was not watching fucking Marcus Butler. Or getting mental health advice from him. <laughs> I mean, he has four stars. It's um. Well, who rated it? Him? <laughs> yes. No, there's one thousand six hundred like votes. What's it about? I want to see it. Um, I'm gonna read an excerpt. Marcus Butler's irrelevant, irreverent <laughs> YouTube, sorry, YouTube channel flip. has long combined laughs and comedy sketches with thoughts on more serious issues. What sets him apart from the rest is his ability to mix lighthearted banter with a deep empathy for the problems facing young people today. All right. Thanks to his his experiences of family illness, his parents' divorce, weight issues, and catastrophic hair days, Marcus is in a unique position to share everything he has learned about healthy living relationships and dealing with the daily pressures life throws at us. He is so silly. I know. The parents' divorce, family illness, <laughs> catastrophic hair days. Ugh. I know they threw that in there to be funny. You but don't like, even get me started <laughs> on catastrophic <laughs> hair days. <laughs> My darkest hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my hair won't part normal. Ideating? Yes. Your, hair. <laughs> your hair didn't stand up right that day. I went to inpatient for a cowlick. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I wonder, because sure, there are things that all of us struggle with, but when you look like that, mm-hmm. Marcus Butler objectively is cute. Yeah, it's like getting dating advice from someone who's really hot yeah. and who's never been unattractive. It's just absolutely skewed. And you know that deep in their soul they probably could be a really good person, but it's like you are you start off like with an advantage in that people always see you as a person, yeah. especially one to be desired. Yeah. So some people are still trying to get to the being seen as a person level. Yeah. You know? I urge all of the listeners of this podcast, if you're hot, Try to be ugly for a day. Yeah. Like, walk, a, walk a mile in our shoes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because I'm sick of this. Yeah. <laughs> I really am. I am so sick of hot people online. I've seen enough. Mm-hmm. We've had it. We're marching together to end hot people yes. being famous online. Yes. Only fuggos from here on out. Yes. All right, guys? Um, <laughs> so as of January, February 2019, Butler has over 3.3 million followers on Twitter and over 3.4 million on Instagram. Uh, so TV, um, alongside fellow YouTubers Joe Sugg and Alfie Days, Butler started an episode of the British television show Release the Hounds. <laughs> it's just they just sick the Queen's corgis on people. <laughs> Dog fighting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Their episode aired on March 2nd, 2017. He also starred in many episodes of Saturday Night Takeaway alongside Days. Also in 2016, Butler was a contestant on Celebrity MasterChef but got eliminated in the quarterfinals. I remember it well. Really? No. Uh, But I mean, he made it to the top, the quarterfinals. 2017, I was like in my whore era in college. You keep saying that, but you won't expand on it. There's nothing to tell. (laughs) 
A lady never tells. Oh my god! Um, so in 2017, <laughs> it'll be a tell-all when I release my memoir Jeez. and it's skin pics, and then I just talk about dick size. <laughs> Twenty. There's like a, like fucking 80 pages of just moles, and then there's a chapter on my whore era, and then it goes back to like dermatitis or something. Anyways, do you think <laughs> yes. this is contagious? <laughs> What's that thing called, like, um, when they put, like, a little surprise in, like, a movie? Cameo. No, 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 like, um... Easter egg. Easter egg. Your Easter egg is just your horror in the book, yeah. The Easter egg is the secret to life. <laughs> yes. I love when they when they interview old people and they're like, what's the secret to being 107? Yeah. And they're like, whiskey and cigars! <laughs> yeah. Mine's gonna be... I don't know, I'm still working on it. You don't have a secret to life yet? I don't have a secret to life. Oh. Because... My back hurts every mm-hmm. day. It's really upsetting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you ever wear like a corset? No. <laughs> I mean, you like, like a heating pad. <laughs> <laughs> you go in for a bad day, and the doctor's like, "Have you tried this? Yes. <laughs> a whalebone corset." <laughs> he laces you up. <laughs> well, I mean, have you ever tried like a? You've never tried like a heating pad. I mean, for like. No, I haven't. I love heating pads. Like when I'm like I know that I'll be working like all day. I put one on like before I start working. Mm. And then so like I thought like I just get tired really quickly, but I realized I'm just in pain yeah. from my back. So then like when I got rid of that, I could work all day. Is it because we're hunched over the computer like the fucking dad from Coraline all the time? Yes. Are you hunched over the computer all day? I guess. Why do our backs hurt? <laughs> I don't know. Constantly picking up cinder blocks, <laughs> moving them up the drive. <laughs> Why does my back hurt? <laughs> Wheelbarrows of bricks. <laughs> Just tilling cement. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Uh, there has to be an easier <laughs> way. Yes. What are we even making? <laughs> so in 2017, Butler appeared on Good Morning Britain alongside uh, fellow YouTuber Louise Pentland, Sprinkle of Glitter, giving tips on how to become a successful YouTuber. Number one be hot. Be hot. Number two. You can try to be funny. Mm-hmm. Number three, hide your face. Yeah. If being hot doesn't work out, hide your face. Number four, start 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't, I'm really sorry about that. That's the big one. Yeah. <laughs> Go back in time. Imagine like being 16 today. Ooh, oh right? my God. That means you were born in what year if you were 16 today? 2004? 2006. 16. 22 minus 16. 2006. Yeah. Ugh. 2006, I was just starting sixth grade. Mm. Damn, dude. That is like, imagine being 16 today and being like, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. Yeah. It's impossible now. There are way too many. Mm-hmm. You could find success on YouTube, but it'll never be this like, the age of becoming a PewDiePie or becoming a Zoella is mm-hmm. gone. I say the only industry on, online that you could get in on the ground floor right now is probably VR or AI. Yeah. And that means you'd have to pivot towards art um, and like learning computers. Yeah. But pretty much the video, text, like images, long form video is pretty much already like done and taken. Yeah. You have to be truly unique in that regard. Which begs the question, why do we? to do this yeah (laughs) truly an anomaly we have unique looking bodies (laughs) i I mean i would say like the vine i got in like pretty early you definitely did yeah also vine was such a limited like we talk about this all the time we talked about it in the vine episode of like you it's not infinite scrolling you know there were only a handful of creators Mm -hmm. that i mean you were one of the most followed Mm -hmm. uh, other than like the fucking peaks and all them yeah but like for original 
grassroots content creator, you were one of the originals. And mm-hmm. that, unless there's another app, there will never be another app that will dominate TikTok. Though. Yeah. TikTok has the monopoly on short form videos. It is. It's going to be impossible. So then this is the advice. Be an early adopter or be truly unique in that you blow up into a viral meme is pretty much like how that you're going to blow yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. There's also the music. Butler was part of a YouTube boy band, a group of involving Jim Chapman, Alfie Days, Joe Sugg, and Casper Lee that raised money and awareness for comic relief. On January 22nd, 2016, Butler released a song with Connor Maynard called I'm Famous. It entered the UK singles chart on January 29th, 2016 at number 85. I encourage all of you to watch these videos at your own risk. Yeah. The cringe factor is on level 9,000. Be completely sober when you watch this. Please be sober. It is a jump scare. It is so awful. I want to unzip my human meat sack and like take it off and hang it up on the wall. I wanted to crawl out of my skin. And now Marcus Butler is just like super into crypto. Mm -hmm. Which I still don't understand. I went to this like Instagram event yesterday at Wometa and they were, um, they had like this like presentation on like what NFTs are. And I was like, I retain any of it. You literally spoke for an hour on (laughs) NFTs, and I was like, I still don't understand. I mean, I get it; it's art you can buy for like tokens. It's the monkey with the thing. Yeah, but I'm like, what's the point of this? You know? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine unless you're a photographer or an artist that you would really want to invest in NFTs. I don't know why, like, comedy people are getting like the whole spiel. Is what I I don't understand. And though, like, I see it in the news of Kim Kardashian being sued for whatever, and I'm just like. I don't care enough to even learn about this. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not supposed to... You are the original artwork owner. But, I mean, you could just screenshot it and print it at UPS... USPS. Yeah. No, UPS store. And then, like, put it on your wall. Yeah. As long as you don't sell it, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even then, fucking Redbubble exists. Yeah. You send it as stickers. I bought so many things off of Redbubble as a teenager. And then I was like, oh, this is icky. Yeah. Like, definitely stealing people's work. What'd you buy? Um... Just fan stuff. Honestly, like, probably some Sherlock stuff. Um, Pillowcases, things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. One Direction pillowcases. (laughs) Bought those on Redbubble. Just the shittiest quality you've ever seen. But I was like, oh, my... It's like 80 pixels of Harry Styles' face. (laughs) And you wash it once and it crinkles away. (laughs) It's like in my mouth as I'm sleeping. Yeah, it was awful. I got, I got like, sent... Um, I feel so bad about this. I got, like, sent, like, mugs by people, and they put stickers on the side, like, spelling stuff. As soon as I washed it, all the stickers come <laughs> off. It's just like, ah, ooh, a fart. <laughs> that's my that's morning, even funnier. That's my morning mug. <laughs> Don't talk to me. Don't until talk to me until I've had my ooh, ah, mug. <laughs> yeah. All right, we've got to talk about Alfie Days. Mm-hmm. Alfie Days started his YouTube channel, Pointless blog in 2009. I love a hyper self-aware moment. Mm -hmm. I do love it. As of January 2021, the channel has over 4.8 million subscribers and over 509 million views on YouTube. That's insane. I know. These people, it just, it begs, I always have to zoom out because I'm so macro and just be like, it's, remind yourself it's not about how interesting or unique the person is. Mm-hmm. I wish the world worked like that. It's about you were in the right place at the right time. Yeah. You know, giving people the content that they didn't know they wanted. And mm-hmm. th- I always have to remind myself because I see these numbers and I'm like, how, who is deserving of that much attention? Yeah. I, I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Of like, who is there one person who deserves to be the most followed person yeah. above, you know, someone else? It's just so the mind games that social media plays on you is yeah. wild. Mm hmm. 
Anyway, his vlogging channel uh, has 3.6 million subscribers. <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> Days has collaborated with a number of other YouTubers, like everyone else, Tanya Burr, Louis Cole, Luis, Grace Helbig, Tyler Oakley, Troy Savon, Miranda Sings, Joe Sugg, Zoe Sugg, and Jim Chapman. He also created a couple videos with Ariana Grande for the U Generation Network on YouTube. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. Iconic. Oh my God, Grace Helbig. I, I was on her podcast. You were? Yeah. Um, it was Why We Drink or Before We Drink? or No, that it? was the one with Mamrie, I think. Yeah. Um, I forget what it's called, but I did it during the pandemic. And oh, it was okay. so fun. I just love her. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2013, Days was a member of the Guinness World Records OMG channel and held a number of world records, including most bangles put on in 30 seconds by a team of two. Start shaking your arms. Yeah. Most bangles put on? <laughs> but I feel like that means nothing at this point. Like, I'm a Guinness Book of World Records holder for most bangles put on in 30 seconds by a team of two. You, that's about your by a team opener? of three? Yeah. <laughs> hey, got you beat there. Yes. Is this your opener at a party? Yeah. They don't know I'm the Guinness yeah. World Record holder. <laughs> <laughs> Most party poppers popped in 30 seconds with a count of 29, beating the previously set record by one. Oh, it's just groundbreaking stuff here. I know, it really is. Um, and filling the most pancakes in one minute with chocolate sauce and bananas, which was seven. How do you even... <laughs> like, who? <laughs> who gives a shit enough in the Guinness Book of World Records to be like, we did it, team? Yes. <laughs> Mine would be most carbon monoxide ingested without dying. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be number one tummy ache survivor. <laughs> yes. I've been this close to hemorrhoids my whole life and I've never had them. Yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And also, you have to fly someone out from the Guinness Book of World Records to, like, be that there to witness true. that. That is true. Can you imagine how, like, fucking annoyed they are? Oh, you're going to pop seven party poppers in a minute? <sighs> you're going to cook some pancakes. <laughs> Great. I have a wife and children. I need to go back to school. <laughs> Dude, <this laughs> Where did it all go wrong? This is so boring. <laughs> I got to go to the farm over and count mule kicks next. <laughs> it's like, what does your fucking schedule look like? How many mule kicks to the head <laughs> you can sustain? <laughs> before death what's that like uh, someone who like signs a paper to like say that they watched something no, notary they, yeah there's just like a Guinness book like notary he's just like yeah you did that yeah. congrats how do you feel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any regrets yes. <laughs> oh okay so I do want to talk about this controversy that Alfie had if you remember this this is kind of later in the like Brit Crew thing yeah he had this video where he tried to live off of one pound a day like one british pound a day and people were not happy 
uh, because he would try to do something. He'd be like, oh, I can't do it. It's too, everything's too expensive. <laughs> and they commented and they were like, you're turning poverty into a game. Yeah. Like this is you cosplaying as a poor person for a day. It was not well received. Yeah. And then it started going around online. People were calling him a Tory. Yeah. Which is like the British Republican. Oh. And he had to make this apology video that was like, I'm not a Tory. <laughs> oh, I was thinking, I was thinking that he's a Tory and I'm a Trina. Um, a yeah, Tory yeah. Vega. Yeah. yeah. We know a pound. I feel like you should just stay home and cook what you have at your house. I know, right? Then you wouldn't spend any money. Yeah. But then in the same video, he was like out buying clothes and TVs and video games and stuff like that. And they were like, because he was like, you can't live off of a pound for a day. Hello? Uh-huh. I'm, yeah. I'm speaking backwards. Um, for food and water. Mm-hmm. What am I trying to say? That was the challenge. It's yeah. like eating and drinking for a day under a pound and he couldn't do it. Aren't there like rivers in London? <laughs> Just go to cup your hands and drink the I river think water. They have running water. Oh, yeah. so, there must be that Cody Covine where like it was like he was like talking to someone from like Europe and he didn't know how to start a conversation. He's like, Y'all got roads? <laughs> you know? Stupid. Yes. That's what's up. That's what's yes. up. <laughs> Oh my god, I was just hanging out with Jack in and in the other day, who is hot, by the way, mm-hmm. and it distracts from his comedy because he's so hot. Uh-huh. And we were talking about how that's the funniest response if someone's like trauma dumping on you or like just oversharing. Yeah. It's like, god, I just, things have been really hard. I just am ideating. I am, you know, thinking about ending it. It's like, yeah. that's what's up. <laughs> That's that's what's up for yeah. sure. Oh sit, yes, <laughs> just like don't know how to be supportive yes. or help. So you guys, I'll I'll give you permission to steal that one if you want it. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's a reaction video of Austin or Austin Butler, Alfie Days. Yes. <laughs> just thinking about Austin Butler being like, I'm not a Tory. Yeah. I've never said I was a Tory, and. uh yeah. What you said, I mean. Tories are British Republicans. Basically. Okay. Yeah. What are the British Democrats? I think they're just called the Liberal Party. Oh, wait, wait, wait. British There's like Dem- a Socialist Party as well. I don't know, do I? Crats are called... Liberals. Yeah, you were right. Okay. Um, I am a British citizen, that's how I knew. Mm-hmm, yeah. So. Okay, Zoella. Zoella. I, it's kind of weird because like they keep saying Zoella Sugg, and I'm like, I know that's her last name because she got married, but I'm like, mm. she's just Zoella. No, that's her real name. What? Remember S- Joe Sugg and Zoella Sugg? They're brothers and sister. Oh, shit. Yeah, and they're married. She's now and that's how they Zoella. got each other's last name. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, Zoella. She yeah. married her brother. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, I forgot. The same last name. <laughs> they were a little flirty in some videos. <laughs> I remember that. I don't want to say anything, but yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're oh. hot. What'd you expect them? Like, yeah. yeah. You can't have two beautiful kids. <laughs> I expect them to get a little touchy-feely. Do you know anyone who's, like, siblings who are, like, way too close? Yeah, fucking Brent, Brent Rivera and his sister. No, they're not, like, way too close. I mean, like, t- they're not touchy-feely at all. I mean, like, um, Brent Rivera. Brent Rivera. Oh, I was thinking you're talking Brentman Rock. No, no, I was no, like, no, him no. and Princess? No, him and Princess fist fight. <laughs> I, was, I was like, <laughs> they're not kissing. If they touch, it's their fist making a connection. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. No, yeah. Brent, uh, Brent Rivera mm-hmm. and his sister was like, why are y'all touching each other like that? Oh yeah. my God. Dude, I knew this kid in high school who like, he is, his 
sisters were gorgeous, but like every single profile picture of his was there was like different ones like every month of his sisters in bikinis, and what? I was like, oh, there was multiple ones, and I'm like. What is this? Are you trying to like, sh- <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening. Who are you people? <laughs> I hadn't gotten to therapy and I didn't have the language to describe weird. Yeah. Like I was like, they, does that seem weird? And You're everyone, a sister fucker. You're a sister fucker. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. So Zoella Sugg uh, was working as an apprentice um, <laughs> at an interior design company when she was creating her blog, Zoella, in February of 20, 2009. Um, by the end of the year, it had a thousand followers. And as of September 2015, it had received over 250 million total visits that's wild i mean i loved like she had a christmas um like she had several christmas episodes where she decorated her house and i thought they were so aesthetically pleasing and i like used it as asmr yeah like she like opened the door and like showed like the tree yes and i fell asleep to it every night and then i moved on to like asmr like calculus and that's how i learned calculus Yeah. And then gyno. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gynecology. Gyno calculus. Yes. Christmas decorating. Gyno calculus. They do the radius of my hole. <laughs> um, With a candy cane? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like what size bulb I can, yeah, whatever. All right. All right. The glass shatters. <laughs> urgent care ASMR. <laughs> Hey, sorry, I was filming a smart video. The bulb broke in my hole. Um, so the fashion, beauty, and lifestyle blog expanded into a YouTube channel in 2009 while Sugg was working for British clothing retailer New Look. Uh, Sugg's main channel, Zoella, first name is Zoella280390, mouthful. After her birth date, oh, seems so. Security question. Yeah, unsafe. <laughs> is mostly fashion, beauty hauls, and her favorites videos. I know she went to Primark a lot. That's what I also remember. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to visit, like, because she would always bring something back. And I was yeah. like, that's a British thing. I remember that, too. They used to shop. I thought Zara yeah. was a British thing for so long. Yeah. Until I re- and Topshop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Topshop a yep. lot. Yep. That's in the, the Grove. And every time I go in there, I'm like, this is the British people thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> it smells like <laughs> gingivitis in there. <laughs> Uh, she also um, like showing her favorite product whatever she was the blueprint everyone wanted to be her she invented red lipstick oh my god the right. fucking red lipstick right she like slept with that on yeah I'm pretty sure it's a tattoo never smudged <laughs> yes. god she wanted she had the bitches wearing red lipstick to fucking algebra at 8am dude she was like the epitome <laughs> of like 2014 the intense <laughs> yeah. side bang and then the red lips, the yeah. red lips. She had the cute little pearl earring. She was so everything. Yeah, my God. And also, people went feral for Zalfie. Um, Zalf, yeah. What Sarah said earlier about they were their sexual chemistry on camera made me just like sexual chemistry sexual well sexual tension they just I'll say okay yeah I was like <laughs> sexual I don't think either of them are particularly like sensual but I feel like they bumped elbows and didn't hate it yeah well however British people flirt yeah I'm just like I, I think you can I open the door for you and it's like yeah, yeah. and then they're <laughs> pregnant yeah they're the kids um <laughs> can I offer your biscuits <laughs> yeah and then next thing you know they're married I think that that was so, like, iconic. And then there used to be fan edits on YouTube of, like, Zelfie's cutest moments. So yeah. I watched every single one! Yeah. To, like, Christina Perry's, I've died every day. <laughs> 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 I miss it! Or, like, the when I die young. Yeah! <laughs> 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 
(laughs) And it was just like a still image, and then it would like a slideshow, and then they would add like emojis, yeah, (laughs) or dissolved with like bubbles. Oh my god, we have to bring those back Mm -hmm. with like a sepia filter. Yes, dude. (laughs) God, I was so happy in 2014. Um, She was forced to reveal they were dating because internet sleuths are invasive. But bitch, they're (laughs) so. That's your note. Um, Her second channel, Morzuela, contains mostly vlogs where she shows her viewers what she does in her day. Uh, 30 minutes just straightening her bang. (laughs) Um, In 2013, she was named as one of the National Citizen Service Ambassadors, helping to promote the newly launched youth service. The following year, she was named as the first digital ambassador for Mind, the mental health charity. (laughs) Stanley added a note that said, Zoella, you saved my (laughs) life. (laughs) Me asking Stanley to research this and being like, (sighs) (laughs) okay, (laughs) just could not give less of a shit. Um, Sug launched a range of beauty products under the brand name Zoella Beauty in September 2014. So she was one of the first. Yeah. Oh my God. She's before Kylie. Her and fucking um, Tanya. Harding. Yes. (laughs) Were some of the first ones to do it. This was like the age of the naked palette Mm -hmm. and all that. Ooh, fuck. The creators of, what's that, like, really nice brush, makeup brush that you can buy everywhere? They're, like, orange. Real Techniques. Yeah, Real Techniques is a YouTuber. Jim Chapman's sisters. Yeah. Yeah. What? Wait, they were related? Yeah. Oh, my God. I watched their beauty tutorials before I watched his shit. That's wild. That is so crazy. I always buy Real Techniques brush. Yeah. Brushes. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. Started, uh, Jim Chapman's sisters started that way back when. And then also... People didn't know for the longest time that Joe and Zoella were actually siblings. Yeah. Because he was just, like, he had his own thing going. Mm-hmm. I, it's so, everyone's connected. So crazy. Um, so in September of 2016, Sug released a collection of homeware products, including stationery, candles, and reed diffusers. And now we have to talk about the Zoella advent calendar. No one, it seems like <laughs> no one in recent history can do a good advent calendar. No, because it's stupid. Yeah. Like the Chanel one was like half paper products. It's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. To pay that, what well, the Chanel one was what, $500 or something yeah. stupid like that? For like samples. Stupid. Mm-hmm. This one was um, Zoella released it. It was sold for fifty British pounds, and in it was literally like glitter stickers, yeah, hair bubbles, like little hair ties, yeah. It was just nothing. It was just a bunch of junk. You could go to someone made a video where they went to Dollar Tree and recreated it for like eleven dollars. Oh wait, I'm looking. She at was it. selling it for fifty pounds, which is like seventy five American dollars. Yeah. Actually, the pound just plummeted. Wait, so in the, there's a picture of like the first 12 days. It's a candle, an ornament, um, a sticker collection, a uh, keychain bobble, a little tiny itsy bitsy notes thing, um, a little fucking, what's that thing that holds a drink? Koozie. Koozie, chapstick, another smaller candle, some little cookie cutters, a little tiny makeup bag and a pen. You I could- would buy it. <laughs> yes. I would. <laughs> yes. I, if Jack Scaff released an advent calendar, I'm buying it. I would buy a purse at Goodwill and I would find all the shit in that. <laughs> Chewed gum. Yes. <laughs> Bunch of receipts. Some leftover goldfish. Yes. Loose goldfish. Yeah, that was a... This was a big thing. And then she didn't even apologize for it. She didn't do anything. She just made this long, like, 20-minute video. And then at the end, she was like, 
I've been working on this for years and the price point was out of my hands and all the shit. And it was like, girl, Mm -hmm. that's still your face on the branding and like, you know, all that. Yeah. Poorly handled. And this was before the age of YouTuber apologies. Wait, in 2017 to 2020 was bad content. She promoted a vibrator brand and people were mad. I fucking love vibrators, selling vibrators. It is like what my brand is. Like if if Marlboro could advertise online, they should reach out to me. Like I mean like that's, that's literally like I love the whole like dirty, like just like not dirty. But, but that like, was not her brand at all. She was incredibly family friendly. Oh yeah. She was like the Mary. Like she had like immaculate conception. Yeah. 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 Oh my God, y'all a kid. How'd that happen? <laughs> her entire lower half is a hymen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god, the it, the fucking early YouTube was so crazy. Like people literally had to apologize before they sold something. Hey guys, um I can't like afford rent this month if I don't plug this. I just want to let you know that ahead of time. Yeah. But this is sponsored by whatever. And now it's like <laughs> sponsored by Marlboro and Bud Light. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like oh my gosh, and now Casperly if you want to take it away. So Casper Lee was South African, and I don't know if he lived in London or if he would just fly out. I don't remember. He started his YouTube channel Decasp in 2011 and later renamed it Casper. Uh, He was part of the YouTube boy band that fucking everyone else is in that raised money in 2014 for comic relief. He was named with all these, like, all these YouTubers at the time were given distinguished honorable yeah. titles and all this stupid like top 10 people to watch web savvy people to watch <laughs> mm-hmm. just old people writing columns um in 2016 Casper Lee starred in Laid in America alongside YouTube comedian KSI Lee appeared in the music video for Charlie XCX's 2017 single Boys what? and in August 2017 Lee was named Chief Visionary Officer of Influencer Limited, a British influencer marketing agency. Oh yeah, they reached out to me one time. Really? Yeah, and I was like, I'm so sorry. I no. I'm so sorry British people are not real. <laughs> so, I don't believe in you guys. Yeah, you guys need some more evidence for me. Mhm. Um but this was Casper uh, Lee was Speaking from personal experience, I always thought he was the edgy one. Yeah. Like him and Sam Pepper were the edgy ones. Yeah. And that's why they had their cult followings. As Marcus was kind of the aloof, da da da. Alfie and Zoella, we just wanted them to get married. And then Casperly and Sam Pepper were like, they're the bad boys. Yeah. Because a lot of their content was kind of focused around pranks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I think the first video Casperly ever found success from was uh, I prank my mom into thinking I got someone pregnant. Oh. Or something like that. Yeah. And Sam Pepper did kind of the same, which we'll talk about, I guess, Sam Pepper now. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to, and I will say this, because I'm being vulnerable with you guys, I used to love Sam Pepper. Really? And then he just went batshit. Yeah. He went, before our eyes, he went batshit crazy. I loved his accent. He mm-hmm. used to want to talk like this. It's very like, and I was like, no one talks like that. Didn't Everyone have, else is really posh. Didn't he have the bowl cut? Sam Pepper. Yeah. And he had these rosy cheeks and he was the skinny, like, tumbler boy that mm-hmm. everyone wanted. And he then had, he just went batshit crazy. Yeah, he had that, like, hair that, like, just, like, it was, like, a big, like, pillow on top of his head. Yeah. Like, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Like a beetle cut, but worse. Yeah, like yeah. a beetle cut. The beetles. Yeah, the beetles, if they were stuck in a wind turbine and then someone sprayed them with a bunch of hairspray so it stuck straight up. Yep. Yeah, that beetles look. But, yeah. 
So Sam Pepper is a British YouTube personality, perhaps best known for his street prank videos centered around the theme of interacting with strangers. In late September 2014, he came under criticism after he conducted a supposed prank which involved touching women without their consent. Do you remember this? Um, no. Sam Pepper created his YouTube channel, Official Sam Pepper, on September 8th, 2010. His first video uploaded to the channel titled What Sam Pepper Does When He's Bored features Pepper playing with a funhouse effect on his camera and was uploaded on October 25th. I remember that video. As of September 2014, Pepper's most popular videos were How to Make Out with Strangers, which was in 2013. I remember that video, too. Mm. It was just like, oh, my God. And then lift pranks where they would act like they shit themselves in an elevator or they would do a fart spray in an elevator. Just like terrorizing the British public. I don't remember this because I didn't think that was like fun. I wanted like the group dynamic of when they were like cutesy. So that's actually I don't know. I think when you like go to pranks it's like when you're pretty much like just lost that's a very specific type of person that watches prank videos and it's like yeah. oh that's so funny yes. like i don't want to be around you yeah it's that type of person and so i used to watch these just because i liked sam when he was in that group yeah and then he would i was like i guess i'll watch this and it i don't think at the time i realized how uncomfortable it made me mm-hmm. like the making out with strangers and the slapping girls butts with a fake hand and all yeah. this shit it was like I didn't know, like you said earlier, I didn't know there was a word for, that's like harassment. Yeah. That's like sexual harassment. And I didn't, I was just like, oh, that's kind of, uh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad that this started, bitch, the age of like, YouTubers have got to be reeled in. You bitches, not everything is content. Mm -hmm. It was wild what people (laughs) got away with back then. That is crazy. And yeah, I feel like it trickled into Vine where like for a mm. bit there were like these pranks of where you like grab someone's butt or like, you know, like kiss them or something like that. And it's like, why are dudes so fucking stupid? Why is that where your brain goes? That, I know. That's what's funny to you? Yeah. You're not actually funny then. Mm-hmm. It's just the shock value of it. Um, on September 21st, YouTuber Lacey Green published an open letter to Pepper on her Tumblr blog. A bolded section of the letter reads... We are deeply disturbed by this trend of him, like, slapping random girls' butts. Yeah. And would like to ask you, from one creator to another, to please stop. Please stop violating women and making them uncomfortable on the street for views. Please stop physically restraining them and pressuring them to be sexual when they are uncomfortable. Please show some respect for women's rights to their own bodies. While it may seem like harmless fun, a simple prank, or a social experiment, these videos encourage millions of young men and women to see this violation as a normal way to interact with women period like mm-hmm. that's what as a teenager i was like oh i guess this is just the dynamic like this? and it's weird anyway this was a big thing because no. yeah like someone finally was holding him accountable like calling him out not everything that you think of should become a youtube video t- to feed to your preteen audience yeah wild and the, it was signed, co-signed by John Green, Tyler Oakley, Grace Helbig. That's crazy. Like, your yeah. former friends are just like, you're fucking weird, dude. Well, it's like you have gone off the rails. Yeah. Like, delete your account or delete the video or say something. Like, you can't keep doing this. And then it just kept getting worse. Mm-hmm. There were sexual assault allegations against him. Like, minors. Yeah. The one that I remember is the killing his best friend prank. Yep. 
So this is that fucked up. In November of 2015, Pepper uploaded a video entitled Killing Best Friend Prank. The video features internet personality Sam Goldback and Colby Brock. In the videos, a mass Pepper kidnap- kidnaps Goldback and Brock, the latter of whom was in on the prank alongside Pepper, who are parked at an unknown location, shoving Goldback into the trunk of the car with a bag over his head. Brock helps Pepper tie up Goldback and take him to a rooftop where he is forced to watch Pepper, quote-unquote, shoot Brock. This is Sam and Colby, by the way. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? Oh my god, leaving go back in tears. The video caused a backlash on social media, also hitting media headlines. This was like, you have crossed the line. Dude, for a solid like 10 minutes, 5 to 10 minutes, this kid legit thought that he watched his best friend die. Like, not not just like die, but like get executed. Yeah. Like, I can only imagine like, that would cause like actual like PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Also like... For you, how is that allowed to be on YouTube? I know. Think about YouTube guidelines today. Yeah, that video would have been flagged before it even went up. I know. Uh, British newspaper Metro compared the video to an ISIS-style execution. A subsequent online petition to have Pepper removed from YouTube gained over a hundred thousand signatures. Yeah. In an interview with Metro, Pepper stated that the criticism towards the video in itself was shocking. Um, in the same interview, like, what world do you live in, dude? Yeah. In the same interview, Goldback stated that the message of the video was about living life to the fullest, not taking life for granted, and loving it because it's short. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> yes. Uh, once you watch someone like get like executed by a shot to the back of the head, you're like, life is too short. Life is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take that class. I'm going to run a marathon. Um, <laughs> in response to the ongoing criticism, Pepper started a GoFundMe campaign stating that he would delete his YouTube channel if 1.5 million was pledged oh. to him. I'll delete it if you pay me. And then the campaign was removed shortly afterwards, along with the accompanying video that was posted on his YouTube channel. Just like, you lost your mind, dude. Yeah. You lost your fucking mind. I don't understand. I actually would like to see this kid be, like, studied by, like, a psychologist to see what that did to you. Yeah. Because I also, it falls into the thing of, you know when Hawaii had that fake, like, nuclear bomb, like, sort of uh, alert that went out on everyone's text? So a couple of years ago, Hawaii, the, every citizen of Hawaii was to, like texted immediately to like take cover because like a nuke was coming their way. And so like for a solid like 10 minutes, everyone on Hawaii believed what that they the were. What the fuck? And so like I see like people posting TikToks about that. But like and then they followed up with like, hey, this was like a, a emergency system like went wrong and we accidentally sent out that text. I was like, can you imagine if for a solid 10 minutes you thought you were about to be like actually nuked? Right. Like uh, what does that do to you? Like there's no way that you can be good. Like what does what do these like fake like momentary like you're going to die things do to you? Yeah. Yeah. I radicalizes you in yeah. some way or another. I mean it has to. I I just like what more intrigues me is the idea that the whole time from planning the video to filming it to editing it to publishing it Mm -hmm. it never crossed his mind to be like maybe this is a little too far Mm -hmm. like in this video it is disturbing i don't know if it's still up on the internet somewhere i'm sure you could find it somewhere they like zoom in on his face crying like mourning the loss of his it's like what are we doing doing like it, it's really like intense like crying like when you see those like really powerful images of someone just found out that like a loved one died it's like it's that, that and it was real yeah 
Also, like, Sam and Colby are so famous. Like, I know. internet famous to be part of that. Also, like, I just for if I was the person that they pulled the prank on, I'd be like, don't post that shit. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, even if you're, like, even if you're you're putting, suppressing the PTSD, the video of me wailing, like, screaming, like, I think my friend is, I wouldn't let that shit go out. Uh, men don't have that quality filter, though, I feel like. That's, like, anything is content. Yeah. When you're... Sam Pepper, Sam and Colby in fucking 2014. Like, yeah. anything is content. That so, is... they were doing, like, fake shit pranks in the elevator. Like, mm-hmm. farting and then blowing shit on the wall. <laughs> the next level is executing each other <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> we go from shit pranks to ISIS yes. real quick. So, we do have to talk about Dan and Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan... Harmon, (laughs) (laughs) Dan Howell, and Phil Lester. Um, Phil Lester uploaded his first video on his channel, Amazing Phil, in March 2006. And Dan on his, uh, Dan is on fire, in October 2009. The same month, Howell, I don't know why they, I don't know their last names enough to like, the same month, Dan uploaded his first YouTube video. Dan and Phil met in person and created their first collaboration, a Truth or Dare style Q&A video, Phil is Not on Fire, on Lester's channel, which became a 10-part series with one installment uploaded a year. Hmm. Since then, Dan and Phil have frequently appeared in videos on each other's channels, and in 2010, Dan and Phil took part in the live annual 24-hour internet broadcast Stickade, a fundraiser for charity UNICEF. Dan and Phil appeared in Benjamin Cook's 12-part 2012 web series, Becoming YouTube, and was interviewed on the various topics that he covered. There was Dan and Phil crafts. Um, Additional videos were uploaded on April Fool's Day, 2016-2017. And on June 13th, 2019, Dan posted a video on his channel where he came out as gay. And he talked about his experiences growing up in the 90s. Phil came out by tweet the same day. At the end of June, Phil also made a coming out video where he went into more detail than in his tweet. And this was, I wasn't in the Dan and Phil fandom enough to really like speak to this, but I was adjacent to it just because Mm -hmm. I was on Tumblr and people forced it down my fucking throat. It was really sad how this happened is like, I'm sure it was one of those, they felt really pressured to come out because people shipped them and would, make edits of them and like all the comments under their videos would be that and there were so many fan fictions like every single fucking fan fiction website was overloaded with all this shit it was just a really unfortunate circumstance where like being a fan starts to affect the creator yeah. in a negative way um and i, f- I feel really bad for them. bad for them yeah yeah there's also a couple more in the group that we should just briefly touch on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Jim Chapman, um, who graduated from... Oh, my God. He he planned to have a master's degree, but decided not to continue in order per- to pursue his online career. Um, he, you know, uh, he had his, like, first YouTube channel, Jim Booba. Jim Boba. Jimmy... Jimmy Boba. Mm-hmm. He was part of the YouTube boy band. Um, he recently... Uh, was the face of Hugo Boss. Watch in there. That's actually, yeah. Um, he was a cutie. Oh, he's like more, mo- I would say not model, but like he looked. He was cute. Yeah. Um, Chapman is influential through social media as of the fir- uh, July 1st, 2016. He has over 2.5 million subscribers on his YouTube channel. Um, he has over 1 million subscribers to a second YouTube channel and 1.8 million followers on Twitter, et cetera, so forth. Um, he, you know, featured the crew, Marcus Butler, Alfie Days, and things like that. And there's also Tanya Burr. 
Now, him and Tanya were married. Yeah. For like five years. And then Tanya cheated. Oh. They got a divorce. Yeah. And then Jim got married very soon after that. And it was this big fucking scandal. Why? Because people thought Jim cheated. Yeah. And like he actually did his best to preserve the public perception of Tanya. Like he never really spoke negatively about her. Mm -hmm. And then I think she was the one that revealed or no his new wife I don't know it was something but it was just an unfortunate circumstance Damn. because the internet at the end of the day I feel like content creation is about spreading joy mm -hmm. and teaching yeah when it turns into this you know where it's like oh, they just used to be vloggers and now mm -hmm. it's like you fucking cheated on and then that's why and then there's the baby yeah. <laughs> it's like what are you doing <laughs> and they dropped the baby so, so there are other British YouTubers as well, KSI, Thatcher Joe, Slow Mo Guys, Stampy Longhead, Ali A, uh, Yogg's Cast, which is super famous Minecraft, The Diamond Minecraft, Syndicate, and Rotu Shaw. Mm-hmm. I was, I was Thatcher Joe. I was like, how do I know that? That's fucking Zoella's brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember this. I miss it so much. I'm literally going to go home and watch the rickshaw run. Do y'all remember the rickshaw run? All my Jack Skep girls? I'm going to go home and watch it. I was just watching it, prepping for this episode, and they look so young. Mm -hmm. I always forget that. Like, as a 25, I was just at um, A&M with yeah. my siblings for a football game, um, and we did lose, and it's fine. And I was looking around, and I was like, the seniors, I remember thinking they were so old when i was a freshman when i was a sophomore in college i was yeah. like they're so old they have their lives together they're so cool and i was there and i was like y'all are children yeah they just turned 21 mm -hmm. like you're babies yeah um i have a friend who works at like the usc music library and mm -hmm. i dropped them off and i was like oh my god these they're are babies. actual fucking children yeah yeah it's it's that and i'm thinking about when these people were at their peak i guess quote unquote mm -hmm. 2014 2015 they couldn't have been older than like 23, 24. Yeah. That is insane. No. So young. At their peak, no, they were literally like 19, 20. Because it was literally the same age as me. They were like 21 to like 23. So, That's yeah. What I just said. Yeah. So, I was thinking about a little bit younger than that. That is that so. Is, it's insane to have that many. Well, I mean, I guess you kind of experienced that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I went viral at 22. Yeah. Well, I, I started, I blew up at 21. Wow, dude. Yeah. No, sorry, 20. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've been doing this forever. That's right. You were still in college. Yeah. Dang. I was still in a sorority when I first started. That's crazy. Dude, yeah, being a content creator in college was fucking crazy. That is. You need to be studied. That was so <laughs> weird. Like, getting invited to, like, the Vine headquarters when I literally had finals the next week. I That's was like, insane. That felt weird. Yeah. It's also, like, how did you... Because you didn't finish college for a completely different reason. It wasn't like, mm -hmm. I'm going to pursue this. Yeah. It was like something personal. But I feel like what made you not make that choice of like, I'm going to pursue this actually as my career? Um, well, I mean, I didn't assume that Vine was going to die. So I thought Vine is literally, as opposed to YouTube, where it's like, that's why I resisted going on YouTube for so long. It's because mm. it, that's like filming and editing. Right. And that's like very labor intensive. Writing a joke and filming for six seconds is nothing. Right. So like that was pretty manageable like in college, you know. But was it also a, rel I mean, we've talked about this before, but the cringiness of selling out. Yeah. Like on Vine, I never did any ads or anything because everyone's like, don't sell out. And I like thought that there was like 
pride in that. There's absolutely no, no. The people who told you to not sell out are now working nine to fives. Yeah. And I worked a nine to five after Vine ended, and I don't regret selling out now. Like I. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I think that that made it easy for you then back mm. then of like that was never really going to be an option to do yeah. that as a career because yeah. you decided that for yourself. And some people went the complete opposite direction. Mm -hmm. And it's cringy now to look at. I mean, people like peaks. Yeah. Where are they now? I genuinely don't know. Wait. Peaks. Or like Rudy Mancuso. I think they probably still make, like, I'm going to look at Peaks' Instagram. Peaks has he 2.1 million followers. And his last video got, oh, he's, he has a pole dancing video. Actually, it had 13,000 likes with 2 million followers. I, I Fell just, off. Yeah, I would say just give up the ruse. All right. Um, yeah, I think that that's, you know, pick your poison. Mm -hmm. Is do you sell out, blow up, and then fall into irrelevancy? Or do you not sell out and keep your audience yeah. loyal? It's um, It sucks. My advice would be if you blow up and you feel like you only have, like, eight to ten years online invest as much as you can in a 401k in retirement yeah and then let that shit acquire interest and then do the best you can and then when as soon as you get like out into the real world if you fall off on social media you have a decent fucking chunk of change yeah a little nest egg mm -hmm. yeah all right team this has been british youtubers mm -hmm. we miss them zoella if you're watching we love you both we we both love you yeah. so much family's very cute yeah and I'm free to babysit your kid. And Brittany is free to babysit <laughs> your kid. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to teach your kid. Uh, Spanish. Curse, yeah, Spanish and curse words. <laughs> yes. And some fun slurs. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Loving you. Right. Missing you. Please uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Rate us five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. All right. Bye, guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.